Hello and welcome to Colour Out The Box podcast and I'm your host Mo. And I'm your co-host Paul Samuels. So yeah, you realise it's not Jay. Um, So basically this week, instead of having Jay, who's always with me, we have a alternate co-host in Paul. Yes, yes. And we do miss you, Jay. I'm I'm not trying (laughs) to fill in your shoes because be too big a shoe to fit it's not possible I- impossible are you saying she's got big feet no because <laughs> she hasn't no no i just mean her presence is big of course of That's course she's amazing um and the reason why we have an alternate um on our recording day we actually that was actually the day that the attack on westminster bridge took place mm. so we decided for safety reasons to make sure everyone got home safely and then our dear Jay um, travelled because um, oh, wow. she's a black woman who travels too. Wow. You don't know the context of that, do you? No, I do. I do. <laughs> I do. And I think it's, it's, it's powerful. Well, we recorded an episode called Black Women Travel Too. Yeah. yeah. Like <laughs> that I said, well. it's powerful. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> so she has gone to sunny Spain and um barcelona and probably on the next episode we're gonna have loads of i don't know stories she's living la vida loca <laughs> right now in barcelona yeah that's something like up. that <laughs> so we miss you jay <laughs> so i don't know paul do you want to maybe just say a little bit about yourself introduce the listeners to uh, sure. our new friends sure sure so um paul samuels um Media Full mogul. Name. Like it. Yeah, you know, you got to go in official if you're going <laughs> to go in. But yeah, Media Mogul, um, Sonjo Media Productions. That's that's the team and that's the company. And what is Sonjo Media? We're a film video production company. We, we create a lot of uh, online content and TV content for people of ethnic... Ethnicity. Okay. Uh, preferably, preferably our target audience are people in uh, Africa and the Caribbean diaspora. But that's another podcast all together yeah but yeah the that that's that's uh, me and what i do i'm also coming from a musical background some of my oh okay yeah, some we're of my gonna pe- go there <laughs> yeah well we might as well just lay it all out but yeah some of my peeps that know me know me as a uh, uh, my previous life as an MC, and i still spit a mean 16 oh are we gonna be treated to a sample um nah not on this occasion <laughs> not that i'm shy okay but yeah, I, I do. I, I am known to spit the odd rhyme in, in the wow. way I speak. So maybe you'll get some of it in this convo. And we've been friends for, we worked it out the other day. We've been friends for over 10, ten years. years. Yeah, like went from way back when, when I used to carry your records in your former life as a DJ. People don't even know this about you, Mo. Yeah, because it, it's not true. <laughs> okay. <laughs> Mo, are you going to put me put me on blast like that? Like, no. I met you DJing. You met me looking after the DJ's laptop. <laughs> okay, okay. Well, you can select really well. Yeah, I was selecting quite a good few good tunes. Yeah, my um, head was bopping. Yeah, so basically it was a part of the evening where it was at a house party, wasn't it? Yeah, and one it, of the epic ones. And when we say house party, we mean like in Kid and Play house party. Yeah, <laughs> <laughs> and the music, um, it was kind of towards the end of the evening and, you know... I stopped um, doing my two-step. <laughs> And people were, you know, you know, lights were low and people wanted to like slow dance. And um, the DJ also wanted to have a bit of a dance as well. <laughs> so I took over. Um, but And I, and I, I came around to your, your section, right? Where you yeah. were in the mix. Yeah. That was when you was in the mix, I remember. I, I was in the mix, pressing play and pressing people pause. Were, people were and... removing wallpaper because <laughs> the scrubbing was going down yeah, that deep. Yeah, there was, there was a lot of um, bump and grinding <laughs> on the walls going on. But it was fine. Do, I, they, do they still do that nowadays when people go out and party? Um, Showing my age, you know? I haven't been to a house party. No, that's a lie. I went to a house party about a few months ago. But mm-hmm. no, it's, mm, I've not been to like a house, house party where you, you know, where you're proper like, you don't even know whose house it is. Mm. Half the people are drunk. You're, you know, there's no room yeah, and everything. We need to lobby for that, man. I feel yeah. like we're, we're, the, the people that haven't experienced that, they're missing out. But the thing is, I think with house parties now, we're at an age where most of us, like, own our house or we've got a mortgage. <laughs> yeah, that's true. <laughs> yeah. 
yeah, yeah, valid point. I'm not trying to have a house party in my house. <laughs> <laughs> it's true, it's true. And I know you're not having Likewise, one in your house. No, hell no. So it that's and the thing is we all know the same people and we're all in the same situation. So no one's trying to ruin their house and have some like full on house party. So mm-hmm. that's probably why. And also we're old. Yeah. Well, well you're, you're old. Know, well, <laughs> I'm, I'm mature. I believe mature, that's the word you're looking that's for. That's a good word. Yeah. Mature. Yeah. But yeah. So um, unless someone's willing to throw a house party, I'll go. Oh, for sure. But I certainly won't be hosting one. Makes sense to We've me. We've completely man. digressed. Yeah, so. completely. Let's 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 rein it back in. <laughs> So, um, so what? Have you, so, this part of the show, we normally talk about what we've been up to. Okay. Jay. Okay. Um, I'll go first, mm-hmm. just because you're the new guy. Lead by example. <laughs> okay. Mm-hmm. So, um, this week, I, um, I on Sunday, I in the afternoon, it got to a point where I was, you know, I was a bit quiet, and I thought, you know what, I'll call some people because um, I posted some stuff on Instagram, and people were like, oh, I haven't spoken to you in a while, Mo. Like, where you where you at? And I had a few like WhatsApp messages, and I thought, you know what, I was gonna message those people back, and I thought, I'm gonna call them on the phone. Ooh. Yeah. How daring of you? You wouldn't think it was daring because it's a phone, and I'm <laughs> and I'm not even joking. I called about five people, uh-huh. and no one picked up yet. Within like five minutes of calling them, I got messages saying like, "Hey, what's up? Why not call me back?" And and it just got me to this whole thing like, has people have people stopped talking on the phone? I think they have. When did I, this happen? I don't know, but I, I'm not a supporter of it at all. You don't like talking on the phone? No, no, no. As in, I oh. love talking on the phone. Yeah. I don't understand why people are getting so fun crazy with these. Like, texts if I and called WhatsApps. you, I don't know. Common sense. I feel like you would call me back, not message me back. I know. But then saying that, I don't like it when people just call me out of the blue. I like a text. <laughs> a warning to say, yeah, yeah I'm yeah. going to call you at five. Yeah, I hear you. I hear Are you. you free? But, but there's nothing wrong with that element of surprise. And... But then I think about with my actual phone, Do would you say that maybe, like, what percentage of you actually use your phone for actually making phone calls? Nowadays, not that many people, yeah. right? Like, everyone uses it to surf online and stuff. Yeah, and, like, go on Instagram yeah. and tweet and read the news. Everything but making phone yeah, calls. Yeah, actual making phone calls. It's yeah. like the actual uh, opening, phoning. Opening cans of beans. And, <laughs> you know? What with your phone? <laughs> well, you know, like, multi-purposing. You got a, have you, you got a Samsung? Yeah. Yeah, there no, you go. No, no, I'm an I'm a, I'm a Apple guy. I'm playing. Oh, yeah, you moved over. To, Welcome to the good side. Yeah. Yeah, it well had done. to be done. But, yeah, it just got me thinking, like, people don't call anymore or I don't know just have a conversation when I think when I was younger like how you had to struggle to use the house phone because your parents would like listening on your conversations to um, when I got my first like contract mobile phone mm-hmm. and like just being on the phone for hours after 6 no 6.30 sorry and weekends you know when it's free yeah. and like calling people but now like you don't really do that it's, or it's literally just a quick conversation to the point where I remember someone even said like, "Oh, I've, I've, I don't think I've remember the last time I spoke to you on the phone. I've forgotten how you sound." That's crazy. I'm that like, so crazy. like having to say like, "Oh, it's it's Mo." And you know what's so deep? I feel, I feel like the 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 days when we were younger and we used to sit on the phone for hours. Yeah. With that that summer romance or that <laughs> that that new potential, you know, yeah, dude or guy, whatever. But yeah, like all of that has been lost it's gone it's and gone it's not fair and you know what else is crazy a lot of people would think that this conversation that we're having right yeah. now is something that is contrived but in actuality they're listening in on many phone conversations that <laughs> exactly. me and you have because this is how we talk on the phone regularly this is the guy that it's got just, me to like did, did you get me on to watching power or did i get you i got you onto power yeah exactly. i believe i got you onto power, and we'd yeah. call each other after each episode and just talk for ages yeah. and dissect it. Like, we'd actually call each other, but it just made me think, like, oh, okay, people don't call. And then the only other thing I did is I tried to do a twist out. Now, I'm looking at um, Paul, and he's just looking at me like, uh, okay. <laughs> <laughs> With my I natural tried. hair. So, I'm, uh-huh. you know, I've been natural for quite some years now. I'm, Big up to that, man. Thank you. And But I normally wear my hair in braids, and mm-hmm. I thought, you know what? summer's coming it's springtime why not i'm gonna just you know have the hair out let it all hang out i was like i've watched a few youtube tutorials it's fine Uh i know what i'm doing Uh went off to the hair shop spent a lot of money 
Can we can we can we like overemphasize that point <laughs> that you spent a I lot spent of money? I spent quite a bit of money because I bought like the co-wash, the leave-in conditioner, the the special shampoo, so the went special in. gel, everything. Because I didn't have anything in. to be fair, so I spent I spent like close to fifty pounds wow. in one go, and it and I was a bit lighter. That's a lot of money. Mm-hmm. Excited twisted my hair flat twisted my hair went to bed you know dreaming about how amazing my hair is going to look in the morning sugar puffed out yeah and then when i untwisted it (laughs) the disappointment that i felt i don't i don't think i've ever been that disappointed in anything it was it was it failed so miserably i was just so upset with myself i was just like i mean how did it feel it i don't know like describe the scene it, it was it was just like a flaky mushy mess Mm. kind of thing and just made me realize i don't know how to do this (laughs) so i that upset me but then it also kind of i was thinking about obviously how much money i'd spend on like the different like hair products and then also it kind of annoyed me the fact that where i bought my hair products from and it's a shop in north london Mm. a lot of people probably know it Mm -hmm. um it's not black owned Mm. and they all they sell is black hair products and it just made me think I can't even think of a, that many places that have that much of a selection that are black owned. And it it was almost kind of like sad, the fact that I'm giving all that money to people that are not black. And it's black hair and it's Afro hair. And it just, it, it made it, it all made it all kind of like really weird. And, and also a little bit sad. And, and I've... And I really want to find more places that I can support black-owned businesses. Not just because they're black-owned businesses, but, you know, I want to buy from for stuff for myself from my own community, if that makes sense. More than sense. It makes- it's, it's logical. And you know what? I think there was a stat that said that um, recently, well, not so recently, but a common known <laughs> stat that black people are the most likely for a pound that's spent within its community to literally be extradited within like an hour of yeah. it being inputted back into the community yeah. it's out again to some other exactly. some other community or some other industry so yeah it's very important that we maintain and keep yeah. the pound within our businesses Definitely. like the Jews do in their industries or in their business and community or even and like, like the, the Asian Asians. market yeah does. they you know they sell and buy from each other and and especially, especially with um, like black Afro hair, yeah, it is, like, it's not easy to maintain. It's it not. requires a lot, you know. And it's hard. It's, it's kind of it's kind of hard to take advice from an Asian guy. Yeah. On, on how the, how to maintain your like, hair you and know, take it seriously. What's the best twist out custard? You, know, you don't know. He's not gonna know. <laughs> Let's, let's call know. a spade a spade, mate. You're not <laughs> exactly. qualified, are you, really? But I'd like to be able to have gone to a shop where they had people with hair like mine tell, and give me advice and say, yeah, I use this on my hair. You should use this. Yeah. But anyway, I, I've got my hair back in braids so she can see. Yeah, and I see you. You're strange, ain't it, girl? Strange. Boomerang. Yes. Oh, okay. Go, girl. <laughs> Go girl. That took me a moment. <laughs> <laughs> I was like, where's this going? <laughs> no, but yeah. You're working it. That's the point I'm making. Thank you. You're working it. Thank you. So I'm enjoying my braids again. And there will be a point where I'll attempt another twist out. Um, I think I need to watch a few more YouTube tutorials and get some practice in before I attempt it again. But yeah, we'll keep everyone posted. <laughs> no, man. I say, I say it's a beautiful struggle. Yeah. <laughs> And, and, and just stick with it. Yeah, I definitely will. So, what have you been up to? Um, my story. My story this week has been interesting. Um, I saw Get Out. Oh, nice! Yeah. I still haven't seen it. Oh, you need to go and see it. The levels. When yeah. I say levels, levels on levels, levels on levels. <laughs> the messaging in this film is yeah. deep, and the entertainment value is just packed to one fifty. So, I okay. recommend that. Um, and what also made it great was. I haven't been to the cinema and seen so many people of ethnicity. Just yeah. The, the damn cinema didn't even... Are you even... trying to say that because they normally, like, um, you know, watch it online or buy the bootleg? Is that what you're trying to say? No, I'm not. I'm not. <laughs> even though that's common knowledge. But no, I mean, I went in and it was lights out before the lights were out. And that, that <laughs> okay. to me, is, is rare and a beautiful, powerful thing. Yeah. <laughs> so, um, and obviously the crowd 
in involvement and participation yeah. just took the film to the next level. Yeah. So me and the missus, we went, we saw that. Nice. Oh, you she, see how he slipped that in? He's married, by the way. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> My no. platonic friend. Yeah, yeah exactly. <laughs> no, but yeah, I, I did that. So I spent quality time with the missus and she yeah. enjoyed the film. She nice. was just frying popcorn love, at the screen. <laughs> That's exactly what it was. Um, and yeah, and mother's day as well so yeah. i spent spent time with the in-laws i've just been we went to 805 oh nigerian on restaurant Sunday, and that was amazing the nigerian restaurant the queue was around the block you know what i like 805 i've been going there for years yeah but it's i always, knew there was a but there's always it's always I knew the there was experience a i like it uh-huh. but i remember i went there one time and i ordered their shout pep- outs shout outs to 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 uh to iffy by the way who's iffy uh one of the owners oh okay oh you're you're properly in there yeah, yeah. shout out, shout out <laughs> for the sierra leone brother he's got a connect <laughs> in the nigerian <laughs> restaurant okay cool <laughs> i haven't got a connect there it's all good it's all good i'm just i'm just sharing the love that's yeah all. well i ordered uh the pepper soup mm-hmm. which is on the starter part of the menu so all of our main courses came and i was like oh where's my pepper soup and then the waitress like Oh, you didn't say you wanted it as a starter. And I goes, but it's in the starter section. <laughs> oh, you should have made that clear. So I so that's the that's the kind of level, but the food is good. Yes, it's amazing. Yeah. It's amazing. And uh, I must say the vibe on Mother's Day was beautiful. Yeah. Seeing oh, you all these black fa- Yeah. All these beautiful black families. Oh nice. With their mothers. Yeah. And I'm just treating the queens of our of our uh communities i.e our mothers mm. like the queens they deserve it was oh, a beautiful nice. thing to see and oh, just to poetry. be a part of <laughs> no 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 i'm just i'm calling it as i saw yeah. it yeah you know and yeah so that was me in oh, a nut good well we're and just, i'm here now well exactly and we've got loads to talk about um so please do stay tuned we're just gonna, gonna take a quick break Hello and welcome back to Cut Out The Box Podcast. We just took a short break there. And as I said, why are you staring your spoon? <laughs> no, no, no. Just, just um, having a moment. <laughs> if you've seen what I've seen, <laughs> then you'll know where I'm going. I but mean, I've seen the trailers. You? I understand that's from Get Out. <laughs> <laughs> no, I was just having a cup of tea. Yeah. <laughs> I don't know what you're talking about. Saying it rather loudly. Yeah, I was was just having a cup of tea. Sorry, where where were we? Okay, now with the sound At the age of 22, sorry, you were saying? (laughs) 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 It all began at the age of 22. (laughs) No, no, sorry. Back back to where we were, my bad. So, (laughs) okay, little diversion there. So, we're into our main topic of the show. Mm -hmm. um, And this is where we normally, you know, discuss something like a burning issue, something that's on our hearts or we're thinking about. Um, So, um, today's topic kind of comes from Twitter, Mm. which is obviously where you get all the good news Mm -hmm. on Twitter. Twitter keeps me entertained, actually. You hear it first on Twitter. Yeah, I'm not a big tweeter. Okay. But I'm a very big observer of things that are going on on Twitter. Some of the things that people write, it cracks me up. Some of the things people write also makes me really sad. (laughs) But um, on... um, So, basically, Samuel Jackson... Yeah. Well, actually, let's rewind a little bit. So, obviously, the big film of the year is Get Out. Mm -hmm. You know, which is... So far. Yeah. I mean, to be fair, I think it's it's pretty big. It's, it's done over a hundred million dollars in the US in the first two weeks. Right? Yeah. yeah, and it's um it's also becoming a big international hit. Yes, yeah. on general release now in the UK. You've seen it, haven't you? Yeah, you you liked it, didn't you? I I, I thought it was amazing. Good. And I'm, I'm not I'm not into the hype thing. I'm just calling it as it is. Yeah. Well, I'm gonna go and see it because I'm I've been seduced by the hype, and everyone that I've spoken to that's seen it, they're like, you have to see it. Yeah. And they're like, call me when you've seen it. Yeah. So I'm gonna call you when I've seen it. Please, please, <laughs> we need to dissect. So, um, the lead actor in that film is a gentleman called Do you know Daniel Kalula. Kalula. Yes. Um, who's black British, um, African this. Um, descent. Yeah, proper Londoner. Yeah. Proper. Proper geese. Mm. Um, and basically, he's the star lead in the film, plays the main character. Mm-hmm. And Samuel Jackson was on a radio show talking about the film and made a comment about 
him being black British or being British mm. and playing a lead role in an American film and how he felt the role maybe should have been given to an African-American actor. Interesting. Which Interesting. then sparked a whole debate about black British actors mm-hmm. taking um, African-American roles. Mm. And I saw this kind of like unfold on like Twitter and Instagram and like people were bringing up people like Idris Elba, um, really? you know, being in The Wire and some people still not working out that he's British, you know. After all this time. <laughs> yeah. Um, people um, also, is it Naomi? Naomi Watts? Is it? No. Not what? Naomi. What? No, no. Who's, what, what? who's the one that's in uh, Moonlight? Moonlight. Naomi, Naomi Harris. There you go. Naomi Harris. You're talking to Naomi Moonlight. Watts is the white I'm, woman. I'm, <laughs> I'm white with English, but yeah. Yeah, so she's obviously British, British mm-hmm. um, and she was in Moonlight, which obviously, um, you know, won Best Picture in, at the Oscars. Yes. Um, and then you've got people... Another incredible film. Yeah. And also, like, other films like Selma, um, and the list goes on in terms of, like, these are roles that are played by black British actors mm. and it sparks a whole debate in terms of like, should, is that okay? Should they be playing these roles? Is it a thing? I, I don't know. I mean, I think, I think, I think Samuel might have got off on the wrong page there. I don't, I yeah. don't, I don't think he, his argument is something that um, has a solid grounds to kind of be taken too seriously i i feel like with regards to the acting game um the the actor and sorry the directing team and the casting team when they were looking at you know the talent that was available Mm. let's look at it statistically for the film um the budget that i was led to believe the film had was something like 4.5 yeah it was really low really limited and and even if an actor with the caliber of samuel jackson wanted to get involved in a film like this he's asking salary per hour mm. i'm sure is 4.5 million something ridiculous like that so that's like the whole budget of the film gone out the but, window on one actor but then i would say it's not so much he wanted to be in the film he was saying it should have gone even if it was an unknown um african-american actor yeah. It should have gone to because obviously um, Daniel, who plays the lead role, mm. he um, he's been in things like Black Mirror. He's been in a few other kind of like um, productions, but he's not like a huge star. Sure. This obviously is going to elevate his status, and um, I think there was I don't know. Uh, is it like a jealousy or I, I don't know? I, I feel like with regards to like the whole casting thing like people are looking for the best quality they can get for the money that's available and we're becoming more Mm. and more um open to the concept of working in a global market Mm. and if that's the case then we shouldn't feel so um limited in our resource pool yeah and i feel like the 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 casting crew who did an excellent job Mm. in casting the characters for the Get Out film, and if you look at the cast, a huge percentage of the black actors in that film are actually American. It's only the lead role that went mm. to to a British dude, but yeah, I feel like the the best quality dude or the best quality talent got the gig. And yeah. from 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 a actor's standpoint, I know that the training that is involved in acting in the UK, I'm I'm not a hundred percent sure if it's the case in. Um, in America, but in the UK, it, mm. it's very much centered around theatre, and theatre is very much at the core yeah. of the diet of, a, of an actor's training in the UK, and that's very much seen as actors acting, mm. um, and TV kind of comes into it and film later on. But mm. you found your foundation work is always in theatre, and in America, I'm sure from what I know of the of the industry, a lot of their their acting. Um, development starts off geared towards a particular industry yeah. i.e tv or film and theaters kind of kind of played down a bit so if we're looking at for quality of yeah. acting then um, british actors tend to have that grounded shakespearean foundation early are you saying in a really long-winded way yeah that black British actors are better actors than African-American actors? Not necessarily. I don't know. <laughs> I'm not necessarily saying that they're better. Yeah. I'm just saying that 
their vocabulary and the okay. scope of their character understanding yeah. is a bit more wider because they're coming from that theatre background. But I also think it's because, you know, we're talking about, you know, the main issue being mm-hmm. is not, for me, is not so much that, you know, a black British actor played the role. It's more of a case of the roles are so limited in terms of like in Hollywood and in like the British film industry that every single role in a major film or lead role, the competition is so high because there's just not enough in terms of for like black actors. Sure. And also the types of films as well. Like, you know, this is a horror film. When was the last horror film that you saw had a leading you know, black actor? Like never. And it's not like a spoof and it's not like... And you that? didn't die in the first 10 minutes. You know, like that whole scary movie franchise. Yeah. Like it's not one of those. Yeah. Or he didn't die yeah. or, it, you know, you know, or it's an actress where she's not the best friend of yeah. like, you know, the main leads and stuff like that. So like I, I think, said, never. So I think for me, that's the real issue. Whether it's black British, African you're from the caribbean you're african-american we're all black in Mm. it together Mm. but it kind of opened me up to like there is still i don't know if i wouldn't call it a divide but there is maybe like people differentiate themselves from each other in terms of well you're black british and i'm african-american so we're different but are we no i don't think we are i think it's the same struggle with a different accent exactly yeah and yeah there's too many things happening in in the world to divide us as a yeah. As a people in general, anyway, we don't need to add more fuel to the fire yeah. by, by bringing these types of concerns up. Yeah. The brother, like I said, he got the job probably because he was the best man for the job. Uh, just so happens he was from the UK and yeah. I reckon he would have been the most an economically viable option <laughs> at the time also. You that also he helps. Well, no, because um, um, the actor, what, uh, not the actor, the director, is he Jonathan Peel? Yeah, I believe so. Let <laughs> me go online and look yeah. it up. But basically, he said that he actually selected him on purpose. He saw him in um, Black Mirror and was blown away by his performance there, there. And that's one of the reasons why he got the got the job. I, I mean, look at... I mean, it can have a counter kind of flip yeah. argument. I'm, I, I literally just finished casting for a show that I'm working on. No yes. Shameless plug. Yeah. But um, <laughs> I ended up running with uh, a lead anchor that's african-american and yeah. we casted a whole bunch of people from the uk and from other parts of the world and i went with an african-american so you just basically just went with the best candidate yeah strictly that but it's because i was open to the global mm. um, market that was available to me that i even managed to even reach out and get so many people interested but yeah i think a lot of people are doing that now they're looking at what's available from a global market perspective as opposed to a local perspective yeah so people just gotta open up and be more you know geared to these opportunities yeah well the debate didn't really stop there really that happened obviously with samuel jackson saying that and then um drake dropped his album more life have you heard it more fire more life yeah um following his um release of views so he's got a new album and I haven't heard of Drake, <laughs> but I hear he's good. Oh, whatever. <laughs> <laughs> Don't be hating on Drake. No, no, I've got love for Drake. I've got love for Drake. Um, so his album, for those that haven't heard it, is you know he you can tell he's been heavily influenced by the whole UK grime scene. There's a mm. lot of um, influence from um, the Caribbean um, kind of like um, sound. Mm-hmm. Um, so this then reignited the debate on Twitter in terms of black um, British versus African American. And also, can I just say the term black British also makes me a bit weird um, because it's such a broad term. Mm. I'm Nigerian. I'm black British. Mm-hmm. You're from Sierra Leone. That's right. Um, and you're black British. And then we've got friends that are from like the Caribbean, mm-hmm. black British and there's differences between us. We're from completely different countries. Absolutely. Um, speak different languages, that kind of thing. But we are under that umbrella of black British. Mm-hmm. Um, but it's such a wide term. So whenever someone says, oh, black British, it, it's a collection of different kind of like cultures and people. Um, but yeah, so 
he had a black British in quotation marks kind of like influence and the our cousins across the pond yeah. across the Atlantic yeah. some well, of them were not family but yeah our some of them were not too happy about it really? um, and it was such a strange thing and it, it made this whole kind of like debate on Twitter about like you know almost kind of like who's better and again really? I kind of just thought trust me we have big issues going on <laughs> seriously so but then it also made me and there were some comments made about you know um you know obviously african-americans they have their whole history of like um slavery Mm -hmm. but then you know the black british um kind of like community were firing back you know have you heard of colonialism and some people haven't Mm. you know did you know that you know yeah they stole you from say like you know africa they came and invaded our country and like stayed there up until like you know some people up until like the 70s or something like that until they got independence and the effects of that still goes on like you know the british i think um nigeria became independent in like 1960 something um there's still an we have our own kind of like unique struggle but it's almost kind of like almost a competition that say like my struggle means more than yours yeah and uh, I, I just think it's i think it's sad personally that yeah. people feel the need to try and i get i get why because hip-hop is is so globally yes big and it's such a big cultural and influence. it's like a international kind of it's, like yeah it's, it's it's bigger than the streets in new york where it came yeah. from so and yeah even um even their press said this is bigger than hip-hop yeah and i i understand why they would want to claim it like that because of mm. you know the success that it's had but one drake is not from america so no, he's let, canadian he's canadian so <laughs> I feel yeah, it kind of gives him just to a license, that out there. <laughs> yeah, a license to to ex, to articulate a different story because yeah. his journey from a Canadian perspective is going to be so much more different to uh, an American or African American yeah. story. And if the guy wants to give kudos to his influences, I feel like he should be commended for that. Yeah. A lot of um, American artists that have you know rappers and what have you when they first come out I'll, I'll use a group that i personally engaged with back in the day when i was doing this music thing yeah but drop it in there drop yeah, it in there this is <laughs> nothing but shameless plugs for paul samuels right now but um no nah. people going on your soundcloud <laughs> <laughs> no nah, i don't even have one That's oh, you need to have one yeah my, my stuff is real exclusive but um <laughs> Yeah, back in the day, we I used to hang with the Roots. They spent years. Look at him just name dropping. Oh, back in the day when I was with the Roots. No, no, but they spent you sit real talk. They spent years cultivating their craft mm. in the streets of London, and they they did shows upon shows just in London and in other parts of Europe. Mm. But London was their base for a yeah. long time, and they subsequently went back to America, dropped their album, and just blew. Mm. But in that period, I, I don't even remember Black Thought mm. um, hitting up any of us to be, and I'm not hating. I'm mm. just stating facts. Hitting up any of us to to ask us to feature on a track, let alone mm. you know give a shout. Out. I'm sure he did give a shout out to to London Dark Front. He did. Yeah. <laughs> but the point is, a lot of artists have come to London, been influenced by yeah. what's happening out here, and they never even give us a footnote. So for Drake. To go and actually pull the artists yeah. that he's worked with and say, so no, he had, like, gigs for, on for, the album. yeah, furthermore, yeah. come and feature on my album. I yeah. think that's huge, and he should be commended for that. And I wish more artists did that instead of fronting like they mm. originated this new thing when all the time it was something that was bubbling on the streets mm. of London for years. And it's only now that we're really finding our voice, and I really think that's a beautiful but, thing for the I younger generation. And I think that's what it is. It's just, it's just our voice. It's, it's different to say, like... Um, so, obviously, you have hip-hop, mm-hmm. but then you have this whole, like, the whole grime scene, yeah. which is... Um, would you call it like our equivalent? I suppose it is um, over here. But yeah, it's, it's definitely hip hop influence. It's, it's definitely, and also, but there's so many differences as well. Absolutely. And I think where, when I think about when we were younger, in terms of like people to kind of look to in the music industry, there wasn't as many kind of like representations for like black British people. 
No, there, I mean, there wasn't. There was few and far between. Yeah. If you weren't in, trying in to like, be Jazzy Jeff. Yeah. <laughs> your funky dreads or, yeah. you know, you weren't on some, I don't know, damage. Yeah. Or, like, basically, the, your typical urban experience yeah. was not being represented. Yeah, exactly. In the so, way your typical urban experience is represented in hip-hop. Yeah. So we naturally gravitate, like, or dance like, or even. But also just in, like, popular culture. Because yeah. I think about when I was younger... Um, and that's why I kind of understood the debate because um, I do feel that maybe there's sometimes there's not, I know a lot about say like African-American history mm-hmm. because, you know, black history month, you know, you're, you're bombarded, you, with you're it, bombarded. Right? you learn so much, you're, you know, whereas I don't know if African-Americans know so much about African history and that's such a broad term in itself yeah. Africa's a huge place yeah. let but, alone or, black British exactly or black British history quote, in terms of like how we came about mm. or you know our immigrant stories and things like that mm. so and I do kind of feel that on like the world stage um, the African American kind of like history and culture kind of like takes like a I don't know not like centre stage but they, they are it is seen more yeah and when I think about when I was younger, like, you know, TV programs like Fresh Prince of Bel-Air. Mm-hmm. Still a favourite. I still watch Love it. Love that show. Um, you know, Cosby Show. Like, these were, like, real kind of, like... Different world. Yeah, exactly. Yeah, Different yeah, world yeah. as well. And one of the best theme songs, by the way. Yeah. <laughs> I'm not going to sing it. No, no, no. Okay. <laughs> See, I was like, I'm not going to sing it. <coughs> we'll leave that one. Yeah, we'll maybe that hold one. back, hold back. Yeah. Um, Strictly but... <laughs> spitting bars. I'm not a singer. Strictly rapping. That's what but, I should stick to. But we 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 were exposed to shows like that, which we watched when we were younger. Mm. But then I think if you was in America, African-American, would you have seen the black British equivalent? No, I doubt it. Because there was You'd barely be anything if... in the UK being yeah. shown about, so that we had Desmond's. Yeah, that, you'd be lucky if you even saw an episode <laughs> of Desmond. You even saw a trailer of Desmond in, yeah. the, in, in America that was yeah. like a big thing. No, we just didn't. We, we weren't getting that exposure. Yeah. We weren't giving that voice. Another thing that I find really kind of, it's a blessing, but it's annoying at the mm. same time. As much as we don't get our voice, I find it funny when our talent goes to America or overseas mm. via people like Drake or via some, mm. you know, platform in America that's based out there. And we get this exposure and we blow. Yeah. And then when we come back home, it's that it's at that point that now mm. the powers that be want to give but, us the exposure that we we should have been getting from the beginning. I don't. I mean, I feel like that's a thing theme for anybody in terms of like when you when they see you. A profit like, is never appreciated <laughs> in his yeah, hometown. Exactly. Yeah, exactly. And I feel yeah. like where you've made it, you know, in America. Um, and then, then it, yeah, people are going to take more notice of you, it, which is, you know, it's not a good thing, but it's reality it is, in terms yeah. of what happens. But I do think that, I don't know, like, I, I feel like the non-African-American black experience mm-hmm. is not as visible as it should be. Like, it's so different. So my story, so I, I think about our first ever episode on the podcast, me and Jay recorded, mm-hmm. we talked about what it is to be black, African and British. Mm-hmm. And we're both Nigerian, we're both the same age, we're both living in London, but our story of even getting to this country is so different. Mm. So I came with my parents first born from Nigeria, mm-hmm. whereas MJ, she took a whole other route. She spent some time in the States, she's also, you know, lives. she's lived in Denmark, you know, with her oh. family. So it's... But we have this shared kind of like um, umbrella of being black British. Mm. But even our history is different. And we're both Nigerians. So can you yeah. imagine like within the UK, you have all these different black people. Our story is going to be, you know, so diverse and different. Absolutely. And I feel like there's not enough of that heard. And yeah, and I agree. And I feel we need to start articulating and vocalising yeah. those stories because there's a richness to that. Yeah, and definitely. That, that is worthy of being put on a world stage. Yeah. And clearly, it's profitable as well, yeah. like, with the whole popularity of grime music. Yeah, like, but Now you... that we're finding our voice, people are actually seeing that money can be made out of this as well. And it's now it's giving the motivation, yeah. sure, to try and push it more, but... Yeah. But I you... feel like those, those missed opportunities, countless missed opportunities yeah. have already come and gone that 
we could have already been established and doing some major, major moves. But exactly. We we chose to sleep on it. <laughs> yeah, we chose to sleep on it. But and when I say sleep, I'm talking like major sleeping. <laughs> I'm talking temper mattress sleeping. So we what, got proper comfortable. Who who do you think has been really slept on? That from 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 the UK. Yeah. From an artist standpoint. Yeah. I feel like th- there's a whole like. There's a whole scene of people that are coming up now mm. f- from digital standpoint, but the whole stuff that like the brothers with no game do mm. that that creative content is amazing. There's countless writers, singers mm. that aren't given the exposure that they deserve, but things are changing now because now we are starting to realize that we don't actually have to create something that's powerful and then hand over that power to someone else to be responsible for that exposure we're taking ownership now well that's what i was gonna say like what you're doing with this podcast technology has definitely helped people so you have people that are producing their own content and putting it out there and because of that you can hear something from some guy who's in his bedroom in like ghana like, you know, he's put his own sound together and put it onto SoundCloud and everything versus you can hear something from someone from the States or someone from, like, South London. So exactly. the world, it, it makes the world a lot smaller, which is good. Yeah. Which is good. But I always get back to this whole thing of, you know, especially within the entertainment industry, that it's so limited for us, for people of colour, for black people, for us to then argue within ourselves in terms of, like, who is better than who. It's like we're doing ourselves a disservice it's so counterproductive because it's you know we need to be thinking about we need to make more better opportunities Mm. so yeah (laughs) crazy (laughs) because we're kind of like all in it together it doesn't make sense to argue about it but i still kind of do feel that like you said, like with things like YouTube and like web series, it's a really good space to kind of like start to tell some of those stories. So mm. it is a bit more multidimensional. So it isn't just about like all black people are this way. Mm-hmm. Um, that we we can be so different. Yeah, like if we, if we you know leave it to the powers that be, we're always going to be portrayed in a one dimensional mm. light. And there's so many different levels to our stories that need to be seen so that mm. you can truly appreciate everything that encompasses exactly the experience of yeah. black british as yeah and not even just black british but african and like west african east african all even South, you know people from the caribbean we're yeah. all quite different this kind of makes me think about you know back in the day you know it, there was this a little bit of a kind of like divide between people from the Caribbean and like people from Africa. A little bit. <laughs> it's like the whole Atlantic Ocean. Yeah. Like there the was, Caribbean and Africa. Yeah. There that, was that, that was literally the divide. Yeah. <laughs> but yeah. yeah. There was that kind of like weirdness of like, uh, you know, I don't know, because obviously people from the Caribbean, I felt like I'd been here a little bit longer. Mm. No, but you know what? It's and then we were like the, the freshies. No, no, it's even deeper than that. There was even amongst Africans there was yeah. a divide. Yeah. But what I think is so beautiful about our generation or the people that are existing within the diaspora mm. is we're not really buying into the cultural no. divides because we all like when when you get not to get deep. Yeah, okay. Not to get serious. Get deep. Let's do it. No, no. But when you when you get stopped by the police, oh, okay, and you yeah. get pulled over, they're not really concerned if you're Nigerian or if you're Jamaican. <laughs> they don't see a Nigerian yeah. or Jamaican. They just see yeah. an ethnic. Yeah. And it's that common bond and that common struggle that kind of bridge the gaps. So and, and we're, we're be, not really buying into the, the cultural. Kind exactly. Of whatever you want to call it, but yeah, we're not buying into the cultural propaganda. But, but because that we're our parents exposed might have, to that, you know, being indulged in. That brings me to my other point, the whole like Black Lives Matter movement. Mm. You know, here over in London, in the UK, not just in London, different parts of the UK, you had, you saw like young black people showing solidarity to African-American people. And we had our own marches here mm. in support. Yeah. So we saw it as like, okay, that's not just a African-American problem. 
that's a black problem yeah. and we're here to support you just as much and and i think things like that sometimes it doesn't always get i don't know not so much recognized but you kind of need to remember that we see it as we're, we're all in this together we're yeah. fighting the fight just as much as you guys yeah. you know one of the f- blessings of this country is that the fact is that our police don't normally carry guns sure so we have that but we're still discriminated against we're still marginalized so we're in it with you mm. like you said we're all black yeah, exactly. Yeah. And and yeah, we, we just, we're not buying into these cultural yeah. divides. And I love living in a city like London where everyone is <laughs> kind of, you know, no, but everybody kind of understands that um, it's one thing to be, like being a Londoner, I think it's something that is, it exceeds your race. Yeah. It's, it is a mind state and it's, first. And, and then, you know, you go into the... Then you go into the other levels, but no, it... You can go to like the There's Jamaican restaurant and get your, you know, yeah, um, fish your, and chips, which is crazy. From the Jamaican restaurant. No, but that's the <laughs> that's the point that I'm making. I was going to say like your goat meat. <laughs> no, but but the point I'm making is the ethnic similarities mix. and the mix. The dude that wants yeah. a portion of fish and chips is comfortable is equally as comfortable ordering a jerk chicken yeah exactly and rice and peas can i get and a jerk he, chicken can yeah I get he was he yeah he will order that with the same gusto <laughs> and confidence as he would go to his local pub and arts for a pint and yeah. that's the beauty of living in london exactly and the mind state that i'm talking about yeah. the, the, the cultural divides are totally bridged you know yeah. and that's something unique to our city okay know? Well, I think we could probably come to a close there. So why don't we just take a couple of minutes and we'll be right back. Okay, welcome back to our final portion of the show. So, Mm -hmm. Paul, this is the bit where we basically talk about our highlight of the week. So something that's either we're looking forward to or we've done in the past week that was exciting. Okay. Um, or uh, I don't know, or a thing, or something that we want to highlight or give a shout out to. So, do you want to go first? Do you feel you ready? Uh, yeah. You sure? Yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> it's not. It's not going to be as stand out and amazing as I would like it to be because my life is is there's levels to this. Like I've been okay. saying, all day. <laughs> like, but sometimes it's wavy and wavy. Sur- yeah, wavy and surfs up, dude. And sometimes it's just kind of okay. coasting. Okay. And I feel like. This week is potentially one of those coasting weeks. Okay. But, um, yeah. So what's going on? What's, you what's you really hyped it up. Yeah, yeah, yeah. What's the highlight? <laughs> I for feel me, like you might need to hide it up a little bit uh, more. No, no. For me, <laughs> I, t- I, I am looking forward to going to the Tate with my missus this week. Oh, okay. Tate that, Modern Tate Art Gallery. Modern, yeah. The, the beautiful thing about, for me, coming from a creative background as well mm. the beautiful thing about going to the Tate if you spend enough time in the Tate yeah you come out of there looking at a piece of rubbish on the floor and, and, <laughs> and wondering like yeah and, and thinking this this could actually be art it's so inspirational in yeah. that sense and lord knows I need a lot of creative inspiration at the yeah. moment so I'm, I'm looking forward to spending some quality time in the Tate yeah um I was meant to be at that Crep City Nike um, event. Did you that go? Happened. You know what? I didn't end okay, up going. Okay, the story you know? is the story is going. I didn't end up going, but I heard it was it was quite yeah. live. I heard it was quite live. So um, yeah, I I think if there's any any other sneaker events happening this week, I might pop my head in. But for the most part, I'm looking that looking forward to just chilling in the Tate and finding some real creative inspiration. Yeah, so what would what was there a special exhibition that was on or No, no, not in particular. I I just haven't been there in ages. Mm. And I need some every quarter I tend to go to Tate to get my Are you creative a member? Inspiration. No. Oh, okay. I thought you, you can become a member, can't you? Yeah, but I I haven't joined. I haven't felt the need to. Join. <laughs> okay. But uh, no, I don't intend on joining and becoming a member. But I recommend it regardless. Okay. It's for for these are the things that I must say we do lack in other parts of the world, mm. i.e. in Africa. Mm. Things like 
big art galleries I would really like to see a push to have things like mm. that happening in like places like Nigeria and Syria I mean it's happening it's, it's happening slowly yeah. um, when I was last in Nigeria I, I mean it's not an art gallery but I went to Alara which is a really oh, high wow. concept like artsy type um, department store and even the architecture of the building everything and then on that same road um, is a um, art gallery stroke cafe called Arts Cafe, really? and you have like loads of artists display their work there. So it's happening. So it's, again, you're not you're not gonna have something Somehow. like Tate Modern like just pop up. No, but it's definitely moving in the right direction. No, no, and I think it's so important for a progressive society to have spaces like that. Yeah, um, just because believe it or not art really does have a big impact on mm. the, just the way people view themselves and how people relate with their community yeah and yeah any anything that kind of showboats creative contemporary art and i feel like with you you need always need to do something creative because like, obviously you used to have like your music career definitely <laughs> and, I, and i still pen yeah and ghost right and so. now you're in, all in the whole kind of like production film production type yeah. thing yeah. so it's almost kind of like you need something like creative to just to keep me fueled definitely yeah definitely so yep yeah, that that in a nut is what i will be doing and what i'll be shell. pushing for yes in a <laughs> we have to add the show a bit, but yeah yeah, yeah. That's what I'm. That's what I'm pushing okay. and working towards. Okay. What about you, Mo? So, Talk to me, Mo. Right. So our it's not just mine. Mm-hmm. It's ours. As in myself and Jay. Yes. Who's obviously you know greatly missed. Not to say I'm not appreciating your company. No. <laughs> um. So basically, um, Color Out the Box yes. has officially joined the Indie Creative Network. Wow. So which you don't know that's, what it is. That's huge. <laughs> But the build-up just made it sound huge. So I'm I feel like this is where I need one of those, like, Westwood, like... Wah, 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 wah. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. Like, air horn. Yeah, yeah. Wah, 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 wah. Yeah. Yeah, well, yeah. maybe it's a big moment in the official, like, <laughs> sound sound yeah. effect. Yeah. Yeah, so... More fire, more fire. <laughs> <laughs> so, we're now part of the Indie Creative Network, which basically wow. is an online platform... Um, and basically it showcases um, amazing, amazing podcast shows done by people of colour. So um, it's really good to be part of them. They've got about um, 27 shows currently on there at the moment. So we're one of 27 Excellent. and it's growing. Um, and it's a great place that if you are kind of, okay, I listen to, you know, you listen to a few podcasts and you want to find something new, then definitely it's a great place to kind of like discover new voices. Mm. And they have people from all over the world all um you know all major cities kind of like contributing to the indie creative network so wise who's um founder kind of like invited us to join which was really amazing sounds we, like a wise man oh my god you're so funny <laughs> <laughs> okay <laughs> i'll re- i'll invite you right so you just so you can do sound effects yeah, yeah i think i think i've found a new call, creative calling yeah so yeah. basically um and the shows are also led by men and women as well so there's a real mixture there and our podcast sisters well we call them our podcast sisters seriously mm-hmm. podcast and yeah. um, britney and mary they're also um, part of the platform so it's cool. really good um but yeah so that's our big news so um Excellent. well done be, mo yeah thanks well done you know what, yeah, this is our... I'm not even sure what episode we're on. Are we on, like, eighth episode? But it's it's been a journey, because we started last year, and, you know, we've had some ups and downs, you know. Mm-hmm. I'm going to be honest, we had even technical difficulties um, recording this episode. But you would never know. <laughs> and, and the secret is the show crying. must always go on. Exactly, regardless. exactly. So have you found it, the experience? I'm, I'm, I've loved every minute, yeah? and I can't wait to come and do part two yeah well you know what we are actually going to our coming episodes we're gonna do an episode about relationships really and we and that's what we actually had planned uh-huh. um but we had to reschedule we will have we had a group collection of amazing women to talk about dating um the whole dating scene online dating tinder really? speed dating that kind of thing any of those things, i know because you're married so <laughs> <laughs> you don't have to deal with that but, no, but i know the whole dating world is just changed yeah, dramatically exactly i hear now if a guy just approaches a girl that's like wow 
Yeah, like it's that's just your fashion thinking wear. completely out of the box right there. <laughs> But I'm actually going to ask you to help me recruit some guys to talk about it from a guy perspective. Some, okay. Some single fellas. Okay. Do you know any? I know a few. I know a few. How put, you know a few? I'm putting them out now on blast because on this podcast you heard the request. So yeah. if you hear me call and <laughs> you see see my texts, you know why, guys. Yeah. Cause you we know need, why. We need the male perspective to make it like a balanced yeah, argument. I feel, I feel that, yeah, the two sexes need to be yeah. talking to each so other. So all these single friends, when I was single, how come, you know? Uh, tunnel yeah. vision. Tunnel vision. <laughs> tunnel vision. We'll talk about that yeah. off mic. Yeah. But yeah. yeah, if, you know, we're going to bring them all together. Oh, actually, no, no, no. Let's record them separately, actually. Really? Okay. <laughs> well, um, you, think, you think you're going to have a, ba- what's it, a back chat UK moment if... if they're all in the room together. No, I just think I just want really honest kind of like conversation, okay. and I think to get that honest conversation, you, you can't, can't have the other side there. Really? Okay. Yeah. So I want the guys to tell it how it is. I feel you. Yeah, and I the know. girls to do the same as That's well. That's real barbershop talk. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> okay. Fair enough. So we'll so um, we've come to the end of our show now. Thank you so much, Paul. Oh, um, thank you. Where can? can, 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 can Okay. That was just that was just uh, <laughs> an encore, just to say how how amazing this experience was. I felt show. like we needed some type of clap sound oh, okay. effects, so I just okay. being okay. creative, you know Enough how it is. The sound effects. <laughs> no, but thank you, Mo, for inviting no, me. No, thank I really you for taking it. part. Um, where can where can people find you? Um, if you got my number, call me. Okay, <laughs> where can the general public find you? <laughs> Now, general public can find well um, Instagram. Think Africa, thank Africa. That's think underscore thank underscore Africa. Yeah. Thank Africa. Anyway, point is, you can find me on Instagram um, and you can find me on Facebook. But yeah. I'm an old school dude, so if you don't have my details, that means you probably don't know me. Okay, I'm gonna put your details <laughs> in um, <laughs> the description of the podcast. Um, yeah. So people can find you also they, so they can find Sonjo and um, media as well, which yeah, is important. Yeah, absolutely. Um so, so you can find us on social media. Um so follow Colour Out the Box on Instagram and Twitter. Um and also comment on SoundCloud. Um rate us on iTunes. We are so for everyone that rates us, um, even if you give us one star, we're gonna read your review. So that's what's up. So please rate us as much. It will help us. Um, one of our recent shout outs, we got um, a shout out from Barry, who's the founder of Podcasting Colour. Oh, nice. Which is an amazing um, website. Um, if you are ever looking for, you know, a podcast um, by people of cover, colour, other than Indie Creative Network, of course, mm-hmm. um, you can go there. And she actually listened to our last show, which was about uh, moving back to Nigeria, part two, um, Africa Calling, part two where Jimma Kay talked about why she made the move from London all the way to Nigeria. Mm. And um, she, um, so Barry commented on our Twitter and said that she was actually just surprised by the reasoning um, mm. for her move because Jimma Kay cited that she needed a new challenge. Um, and, and that's why she decided she felt that London no longer presented a challenge to her. So she wanted to try something new and exciting. Really? That's, that's pretty yeah. powerful. So, yeah, please comment, tweet at us. We read all our emails. We retweet stuff. Um, if you've got something to say, you know, if you want maybe something to say to Paul. <laughs> <laughs> then please direct that to Mo. <laughs> yeah, exactly. <laughs> and I'll direct it to him as well. So, yeah, so we're a completely interactive show. But in particular, all... if you're a guy and you want to, yeah, feature on the show. Just, uh, oh, I, was, it, I, was, I wasn't it, sure where you was going yeah, with that. Just, if he was just, a guy, I thought you was trying to like set me up. Someone, I'm like, no, 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 <laughs> I'm no, like, this no. is taking a turn. No, no, no. Just yeah, hit me up. Yeah, we'll talk about the reasons why you guys aren't getting the the love you deserve. Yeah, and we're gonna, like I said, we're gonna put. We always put all of our information in our podcast um, information box, um, so you can find out more about Paul and we'll put stuff about the Indie Creative Network and also how to get in contact with us which is always at Colour Out The Box Gmail, Twitter, Instagram Colour Out The Box spelt the British way which is with a U (laughs) so thanks for listening and we will see you again next week
buy good people. Oh, 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 oh,